Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as sometimes, but every day in my life, is my wife, Mary. How are you today? Hello. I'm good, Timothy. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Today, uh, Mary is joining me on Beer with Geeks because Frank didn't want to. Um, that's, that's, Frank's a busy man. Frank's big. He, He's actually, exhausted. It, truthfully, it's because I'm busy. It's because I have to do that orientation. Uh, oh, the, oh. So, Wait, that, What are you doing? Throwing that on Frank. So I just said, Frank, I want to do this episode with my wife. And he said, good. I've been waiting for this episode for years. Um, I don't want to be here. No. Yeah. So... <laughs> No, Mary is uh, back uh, to – you were here last year. We talked about Rings of Power um, yeah. in a string of things. Not, I guess that wasn't even last year. It was just months ago just, whenever that show ended. I don't know. It, it feels like March year. Or something March, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like Technically, that. I'm here all the time, just yeah. not on this show. I yeah. do live here. Yeah, that's what I've been told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do live here in this hole. Yeah, so um, – so Mary is here. Uh, we're gonna we're continuing our Disney chronological rewatch that we started during uh, quarantine and mm. still haven't finished because we don't finish projects apparently. That's, we finish house projects. Yeah, but at the rate that we at the rate that we do not finish watching Disney animated Disney movies in chronological release order, you think that we would because we're talking The Little Mermaid to Tarzan today, the so-called Disney Renaissance. Woo! Uh, and so uh, the movies are as follows. The Little Mermaid, Rescuers Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, Pocahontas, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. And you may be saying to yourself, but Tim, maybe Mary, I don't know. Maybe you can't tell our voices apart. <laughs> I um, hope so. Either, <laughs> I hope not. I just, either, I really either one of those. You might be saying, but what about The Nightmare Before Christmas or a Goofy movie or James and the Giant Peach? or A Bug's Life, or a Toy Story. And to them, I say, those were not the movies we wanted to watch. Yeah, we're <laughs> only doing 2D animation. We're doing 2D motion. animation, and we're specifically only doing the Walt Disney feature animation movies, not skeleton productions, not Disney movie tunes like a Goofy movie mm-hmm. or Pixar. This is specifically just the main track of Walt yeah. Disney animation. Take us even longer to finish that project. Right, exactly. Though <laughs> I am not opposed to going back and watching stop motion or doing this with Pixar afterwards. Oh, yeah. But um but for now, uh we're just talking about this. But of course this is beer with geeks. Um and so um so but Mary and I aren't drinking anything because we brushed our teeth before doing this because <laughs> trick of the trade brushing your teeth actually wakes you up a little bit yeah and so you're able it just gives you the boost of energy you need to do a 30 minute podcast before collapsing ago, in bed five minutes ago i was curled up on the bed being like i don't think i can do this 
this. And Tim was like, well, I'll just make the bed up for you and just brush your teeth. And I brushed my teeth. I was like, I'm ready. I know. <laughs> so, it's, it's a trick, right? It is, yeah. it is truly a trick. Yeah. I, I do it all the time. Minty when, fresh. When we say let's start a movie at 9 o'clock like <laughs> mad people. <laughs> like that. It's a Disney movie. It's only 80 I, minutes. Yeah, I brush my teeth before so I can stay up for the whole 80 minutes. Yep. Yeah. If I don't do that, I'm never making it through. Nope. Anyway, let's start with The Little Mermaid. Um, first came out in 1989. Uh, uh, um, it was the first movie I saw on the big screen. You know that. Um, other people on this listening to this podcast might not know that. It was my first movie. And uh, I think it's really just okay. Super yeah. boring. Like, yeah. Right? It's really boring. Yeah, I mean, Under the Sea is very fun. Mm-hmm. And the songs are good. I'll give that much. Like, the songs are very good, but like it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm in the ocean. Yeah, I like this guy. I think the cleverest, yeah. the cleverest part of it that I remember liking when we watched it was that her sisters like were representational of the other oceans. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, that's really fun. Where's the rest of the fun? I know. <laughs> like you know, that like the songs fun. are good. Like you know, like you know, under the sea and kiss the girl. Like they're all yeah. they're all fun. And Ursula's fun, I guess. But like, it's not the sum of its parts. Like I understand. It's like one of those like, I see why it revolutionized Disney's animation studios. Yeah. You know, it looks very pretty. It steps above Oliver and Company, mm-hmm. or like really by by leaps and bounds, which was the previous animated movie mm-hmm. before this. It's totally different from what they had done before. Um, even though it's a princess movie, technically, like it harkens back to like their golden age, but it modernizes it in a mm-hmm. in a, in a good way. But like the other mo- uh, other movies in this era did it better so it i feel like it's actually harder to go backwards yeah yeah it's it's like i mean as a kid watching it you'd be like great i want to be a mermaid you know so like i could see how little ones would enjoy it because you're like it's so cool she's a mermaid you know what i mean you pretend to be her in the pool Mm -hmm. in the summer but like i just um i don't think it was ever really my favorite growing up it was just kind of it was there it was there yeah it was pretty much there for for us two growing up, my siblings and I growing up, it was, it's a movie that we watched and we watched it together and then we kind of moved on yeah. from it. I remember um, having an aerial like bath toy. Mm. I was very excited to have an aerial <laughs> bath toy to play with. I had the Little Mermaid Nintendo game or I at least played it at my first girlfriend's house. You don't need to be jealous. It was in the second grade. Oh. Um, So I'm she so was very jealous. nice. She was very nice though. Um, <laughs> And so... But and I remember playing. I remember playing it, and that was uh, pretty, that's pretty much it. That's all I can yeah. say about the Little Mermaid. I ha- we had neither of us have seen the new live action one, which oh, I, I have it, yeah. heard tell is their best one since Cinderella, which I think says something because most of them are really just okay. Yeah, they're kind of lackluster. Yeah, just Cinderella was just love. We should just do an episode on that Cinderella. The Cinderella, so the Cinderella is lovely. The Cinderella is lovely. The Aladdin and Lion King and Beauty and the Beast are all meh. Like they're all pretty. They're all like mm. beautifully designed, and there are segments of them that are quite good. But ultimately, they just do not hold a candle to the original version. Yeah. And so, but I don't hold the Little Mermaid in high esteem. So I'm almost like I'd go into the Little Mermaid being like, "You just need to be better than the one that I think is just okay." Yeah. So yeah. I'm not I'm not looking for much here. So we'll see. 
Uh, the rescuers down under. We talked about the rescuers on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. I remember really liking the rescuers when I was a kid. And watching this movie, I felt that it like it loses its steam like once they get to Australia. Like, <laughs> I'm like almost like it's like it starts so strong and it's so good with the poacher whose name I can't remember. Oh gosh, uh... Joanna is the Komodo dragon. I remember She's that. A... Is she Komodo Joanna dragon? is a Goanna. Joanna, I don't know. Joanna the Goanna. I yeah, I'll go on. I'll go yeah. 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 And so remember. it like and so I remember. <laughs> Like we we say pea soup all the time in this house, even though we don't even have pea soup that much. But like pea soup, and like I loved like the sending the message stuff, and like even as an adult, I still think it's great. And it's then, very clever. It's clever, it's and very I clever. I also I remember watching it when we were watching this movie. I was like, wow, this is really pretty. Yeah. And I know that they were like testing a lot of new animated technology on the rescuers that they would then like pretty much use in the rest of the Mm. Renaissance movies. And so like stuff that like the the types of layering and the camera movement and stuff. And so, uh, but I can see why it's not remembered in the same vein as some of these other movies. It's like, like I said, once it gets, once they get to Australia, it's like, all right, you're just as good as the other one. There's no songs, right? Mm -mm, There's no no songs. So, like, that's, I feel like, solidifies things in people's memory when there's, like, a sing-along or something like that. But there was – I do remember sitting in my parents' living room as a kid being like, yeah, when they, like, open the opening scene and they're, like, cruising across the outback, you know, Mm -hmm. like, with that camera angle. Just being like, yeah, here we go, Australia. And I was like, this is so cool. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I wanted to be – Cody with his little backpack and his hammock that he sleeps in. And... Oh, yeah, his pocket knife. He was so cool. Yeah, with he hangs his out with kangaroos. Knife. Like, yeah. that sounds awesome. Yeah. My, this was my sister's first movie in the theater. And, like, I have a vague-ish memory of seeing it in the theater with her. And my mom talks about, like, she was sitting on her lap. To be clear, my sister was sitting on my mom's lap, not the opposite. <laughs> uh, and, like, her, like, my, like, it, the camera, like, you know, like opens on Australia and I like the, I guess like the Eagle dives down the Canyon or whatever. And my sister like opened her arms and just like kept them there. The entire movie, <laughs> <laughs> like come to me, Australia, come to me. It makes me want to go to Australia. Sure. It does. Well, yeah. I would like to go there. And also not yeah, at the same time. So it seems dangerous. It does seem dangerous. Yeah. This poacher is played by George C. Scott there. Yeah. This is a dangerous place. What the heck is his name? The character's name? Why am I? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm not going to use my one look up to do that. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, that's, that's really. If, if we get to the end of the episode. He's not worth it. <laughs> no. And it's George C. Scott. And that's the more important part. Let's, let's get to the good one. Beauty and the Beast. Is it their best one? In this lineup of movies, now that we've gone through all the way to Tarzan, uh, like is I it don't know. is it their best one? I honestly don't know because it's different different um, these movies hit me differently mm. each time. Like I like I remember like thinking like oh like the Lion King is the superior one, mm-hmm. but I was like probably because I've seen it so many times. But yeah. like watching Lion King, I was like. All right, like let's just. It's a Lion King. Yeah, let's just move on from it's the Lion King. Like it's really. I think pretty. I've just seen it too much. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you just watched it. Yeah. way too much as a kid. But I don't. I didn't have that with Beauty and the Beast, and I've seen Beauty and the Beast just as much, if not more, than the Lion King. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is funny. It's really. I forgot funny. how funny it was because it wasn't like super my favorite growing mm-hmm. up, and I don't know probably because I was like Lion King, you know what I mean? Sure. Animals. So I was really more into that. 
Mm -hmm. And this was more like a, like they're indoors a lot. You know what I mean? So it's like, which is cool, but yeah, they're Mm -hmm. really indoors a lot, but they're outdoors, they're outdoors a little bit, but, um, it's, it's funny though. The script is funny. It's dry in a way. It's not like (laughs) we're loud and therefore we're funny. It's like, it's still got that like, um, sophistication to it Mm -hmm. in some ways. Like the, the jokes aren't always obvious. Like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, (laughs) That has no place in a child's movie, you know <laughs> so what I mean? Like, though. but it's a great, it's a great joke. And I, I, the thing with Beauty and the Flying Beast, buttresses. The, the thing with Beauty and the Beast, that I think what it does well is that it really, truly, like, makes you believe that this this woman who is so clearly very intelligent, right? You know, like, because there's a whole song about how intelligent she is. She's more intelligent, or she's smarter than the entire town because yeah. she reads and nobody else does. <laughs> um. And so, and therefore she's weird because she's smart, but like you totally willing to believe that she can fall in love with a bison man. Yeah. Like, even though she's like so rational in some ways that her heart is so kind that she's mm-hmm. like, I don't care that you have claws or maybe I like that. It's hard to tell. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Let's not go there. No, well, <laughs> yeah, it's just that, but you know, what I think is good about it is that like it, the movie doesn't allow you to go there. Yes. I yeah, think yeah, that because yeah. like other, like other things would, but mm. it's not, it, it, it doesn't give you the time or it charms you so well that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The only thing that's really truly inconsistent in Beauty and the Beast is the seasons. Like, I don't know when it's supposed to be, it's a- right? It's like clearly summer during Beauty and the Beast. Like that song, yeah. Beauty in the Beast. She arrives, but it's then it's autumn. like, but then Maurice is like in a snowstorm. Oh yeah, 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 getting right? back. And Lafu is like a snowman hanging out in front of their house when they get back. Like, <laughs> when are when is all of this happening? But I don't know. And then it's summer again because they're like By outside the, time they the get courtyard. Back, it's there's roses again. and whatever. So maybe she's just been there a while. But isn't anybody like, hey, what happened to Belle? No, because she's weird. They true. Don't like yeah, her. but like Gaston is like stalking her. You'd think that. That's like, true. You would think that her? he would know what happens. Maybe because it's winter and they're like, we never see people in the winter. I don't know. They got to go out sometime. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Well, I guess they do know what happened to her because she's like, they leave in the fall. The movie starts play. It takes place in the autumn, right? That's when Maurice yeah. gets, you know. Yeah, it looks autumn-esque. Mm-hmm. Autumn-esque. Maybe that's when he, no, it definitely, it's definitely auto. Yeah. And then it, you know, and then bell goes to find him. It's like early winter and they go through like Christmas and all this stuff. And I can, Mm -hmm. I know they go through Christmas because there's a whole movie about it. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, And then I guess it's supposed to be, I guess it's supposed to be spring when they like really fall in love. Right. Yeah. Um, and I guess that explains some of the snow. So by the time she gets back to her house to rescue her father, it's basically summer. Because it, like, almost, like, looks humid at that point in the movie. Like, it's a really good piece of animation where you, like, you can tell it's warm outside. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's it, it, it's interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it is supposed to be spring because spring, new life and yeah, stuff. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Aladdin. Those seasons. <laughs> Those seasons. Anyway, that's my biggest complaint about Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin is not as good as I remember. Yeah. I it's was really like, loud and annoying. That was is. my takeaway as a 35, 36-year-old. <laughs> like, everything to me is loud now. I'm like, why is that music so loud? Mm-hmm. Turn it down, like, all the time. So I'm like, just 
I don't know, Robin Williams is phenomenal, but I it wasn't like always my super favorite as a I kid. I loved Aladdin. That's what took me that's like what took me by surprise. Mm. And so but it it like truly rests on Robin Williams. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Not that like Jafar's not like creepy or like the Cave of Wonders isn't cool or like the Sultan is funny. Yeah. Like it's got stuff going for it. It's pretty, but it just like isn't as good. Yeah, it's, it's just loud. It's just loud. It's just like it's bombastic mm. in a way that like Beauty and the Beast is not. Even Little Mermaid is not. The Rescuers yeah. isn't like, yeah. Even The Lion King, which is also kind of loud. Mm. It's like we've transitioned to a new thing where it's like, okay, here's some flashes to like keep you occupied. Yeah. Yeah. But The Lion King at least gives you more somber or moments to balance out the loudness. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, when, like, Mufasa dies or, like, or when um, Simba talks to Mufasa's ghost or whatever, yeah. like, though there it, like, lets the movie breathe in those spaces. There's a lot of breathing room. Like, even Well, not, like... in, not Mufasa's not breathing, but the rest of the, the yeah. rest of the movie is breathing. <laughs> no, but, like, when they're walking and he's like, look at the kingdom, and then they're, like, walking, and he's like, what's the morning report? And, like, all of that, like, Nala, come to the watering hole. Like, there's so mm-hmm. many, like, little spaces in between it's really not until timon and pumbaa get there that it gets loud yeah or or i can't wait to be king or the hyena chase you know there are higher octane moments but yeah i feel like aladdin is just like like this like kinetic frenzy where it just like it just like keeps going maybe tired it may be tired barely pay attention to it It was like Mm -hmm. i'm too tired it's interesting going back and watching these supposed best disney movies Mm -hmm. because like these are the ones that i've seen the most yeah. So, like, you would think that I'm, like, I agree they are the best. But now, like, be- because I've, like, seen them so many times, it's, like, okay, here we go again. So, yeah. the one thing, so going on, like, from The Lion King onward, there are movies that I haven't seen as much that I was maybe a little bit more invested in because I yeah. had forgotten so much. Um, so, maybe if I had forgotten more of Aladdin The Lion King, then I would be more invested in them. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. The Lion King. We already talked about. Let's talk about Pocahontas. You love Pocahontas. It's your favorite movie. There's nothing wrong with Pocahontas at all. <laughs> it is truly the crown jewel on the Disney Renaissance. They say all Disney movies, live action and animated, right? That's what you think. Tell Let me, me pull out my soapbox. So as a child, I really loved this movie. Like, she's living in nature. It's beautiful. It's got great music. Like, what is there not to like about it? Well, that's because most schools don't teach history, like, properly or in-depth at all. I think you need to be far more specific than they don't teach history. Okay, they don't teach history. As a teacher, I'm offended for my colleagues all right, all whom right, I right, know right. are teaching history correctly. I know, I know. So, like, as an elementary school student, when you would be watching this, and even as a high school student, Pocahontas is, like, a paragraph in your sure. history book, right? And, of course, they're not going to go, like, super in-depth about um, just one person in history, right? So it's like they have to gloss over a lot. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But the problem I have is that all of these movies that we're talking about, and we talked about this earlier, all the movies that we talk about, um, they're all like takes on fictional stories. Sure. Pocahontas is a historical event, right? Right? She was Mm -hmm. a real person who lived and also... Fun factoid, did not fall in love with John Smith. John Smith was a terrible person. 
Um, if you're if you're if we're running down the fun factoid uh, of store Disney stories that are being retold, we have to go all the way back to the Little Mermaid and how atrocious that story actually is. It is atrocious. So, right? like, yeah. we're not we're not here to do that. We know that Disney changes things, right? Specifically, right. Pocahontas. It's a true life event, and that's where it gets weird in comparison right. with the other ones. Right. If you can you can take fiction and. Oh well, this is my take on fiction, right? You know what I mean. Like this is my take on the Santa Claus I have story. A serious, right? que- I have a very serious question. Yes, and I actually truly mean that. How is this any different, the like changing Pocahontas' story, than like Cecil B. DeMille's The Ten Commandments? Like, you know, like you know, mm. I bring you Ethiopia, Ethiopia, and, <laughs> you know, I mean, all that stuff. I think because it's. So, like, the Ten Commandments, if you look at, like, Exodus, right, that how long ago it was written, and a lot of it is, you know, we're trying to piece together things. I'm like, what? Did it really happen this way? I don't know. Sure. You know what I mean? But, like, Pocahontas didn't happen that long ago. Like, sure. her story, her life okay. was not that long ago. And her story, it, she has direct descendants, right? Sure. Like, she has direct descendants. There are people who are still part of the Mattaponi tribe who are still here, who have hidden the true history or kept it. I shouldn't say they hid it, but they kept it super close to the tribe because American mainstream culture took her story and romanticized it. And like, she fell in love with John method, saved his life because that's like what he wrote in his own accounts where he used to go into like the tribal village and like hold guns to people's head. Right. right. And like threaten them. But now they've come out and said like, this is, the, I highly recommend you read the true story of Pocahontas. It's uh, like a less than a hundred page book. It's, Phenomenal, eye-opening, mind-blowing. Um, you will be, like, floored at how much they even <laughs> got wrong this movie. The, like, the fact okay, that she but, takes so, a canoe by herself across the water, like, the dugout canoe had to be, like, manned by 20 men or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't just, a little girl wouldn't be taking it up by herself. Also, they age her up, and there's a, a problem a lot of people have with them, like, sexualizing her as this older right. woman. She was, like... Uh, 12 years old right when, when sure. these historical events would have happened so i think that because it's linked to people who are living today it's their own history and it's blatantly like pretending that genocide never happened kind of thing that's where i have a problem with it and it's i think confusing like as a kid i was like i love pocahontas this is amazing like how interesting and like blah blah, blah. and it's just like totally painting an entire group of people in a in a false light mm-hmm. like kind of perpetuating a stereotype and then making you think that you're learning something historical and then you like learn it later and you're like wait a minute huh and then you feel guilty about it after well, how did i not know about this oh my gosh i used to like that movie am i a bad person like <laughs> so and i don't think i'm a bad person because i like that movie because you know when you're ignorant to something as a kid like you, my parents didn't know and none of my family knew like real history of that so like a real th- real thing though so the the true story of pocahontas was not released until after this movie came out correct. correct so how much is disney at fault for information they did not have access to could not have access to and then making this movie you see what i mean like if yeah. you only have the information that is available to work with and the true quote unquote true story is held away then can they be at fault for making this movie? I honestly think they shouldn't have touched it. And just in general. Yeah, I don't think they should have made it. I don't think it was necessary for them to make the movie. But if you look at something like Moana, 
Moana incorporates so much of Polynesian culture and like sure, legend, but, but myth, Moana's whatever. But it's a, a fictional, fictional story. story, right? So kids who you know can identify with Moana can be like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? Like okay. it's fictional. It's... it's a new fun story that they've come up with that they're incorporating some stuff, myth and legend and culture, but they're not taking Moana wasn't like this person lived at this time and blah blah blah, and then we just like totally changed her story. Okay, so next question. So if if they removed all the real characters' names and kept the movie basically as is, but it's not John Smith, it's not Governor Ratcliffe, it's not Pocahontas, and you change all their names, but you keep this movie like as is, is that better or worse? I don't know. Because now I could they're go not, either way. Because they're not saying that it's pocahontas it's its own thing just based on the general events Events. of the settlement of jamestown you know just like put the bad taste in my mouth it's still all bad yeah especially because at the core of it it's still just colonization is not terrible right right Right. and they're just like look we were friends and i'm sure there were people who coexisted fine you know what i mean but like the overall result of colonization was genocide and people being um forcibly sure. assimilated and it just it just was not great sure yeah. speaking of stories that are not really meant for kids the hunchback of notre dame oh, was, yeah, their, yeah. was their next <laughs> was their next one and not five minutes into this movie and i was like wow this is real dark yep like like not only is um judge carfrollo going to like uh <laughs> like throw a baby down a well yeah you like see uh, you see Quasimodo's mother crack her head on the steps of Notre Dame, and then when the archdeacon picks her up, her head flops. Yep. Like, and I was like, like what is dude, Lord. Like, like, oh And my I gosh. mean, I didn't notice any of that when I was a child. No. But like... No, so actually, I, I did. I was like, she died. Well, I mean, like, like yeah. it is that she died, but I mean, like, this movie, that came out in 96, so I was nine yeah. when this movie came out. Uh, almost nine, eight going on nine. Um so like that's like obviously I knew what like had happened to her, but like the animation of like her head kind of flopping like was like was that an unnecessary animated movement? And uh um I love the hunchback. The movie the music is great. Yep. It's a beautiful movie. It's a weird just a weird choice for a children's movie. <laughs> like just across the board and yeah. not all of it meshes together. Like even as a, even as an eight year old, I was like the gargoyles coming to life. Well, hilarious. Thank you, Jason Alexander. Yeah. Do not fit the tone of the rest of this movie. They're, Cause they're trying to like grasp at straws. And be like, how can we make this a fun story? <laughs> like, you can't. You can't. <laughs> it's just like, it is not a fun story. I feel like somebody was like, Les Mis is a popular musical. What else did Victor Hugo write? Excellent. Let's do let's, something let's, in France. Let's do something in France. Another thing in France. That's right. Another thing in France. Yeah. Um, so the uh, the other one, obviously, being the Goofy movie, t- famously takes place in France. Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Lizzie McGuire movie? No. no that's, they're in Italy. That's Italy. Um, anyway. Right. Yeah. It's um, The Hunchback was also one where I was like, ah, it's not like some of the music is great. Some of the animation is amazing. It doesn't hold together the the way I wanted it to. Like, you know, like, is Quasimodo the lead or is it Phoebus or is it Esmeralda or is it, you know, like, 
Oh, yeah, Gigabook is it kind of bounce back and forth. Because it bounces back between all of them, but it never really, like, Quasimodo is supposed to be your your lead and your, mm-hmm. your point of view character. But, like, so is Phoebus, I guess. And Esmeralda kind of is, too. It's, it, it's kind of wishy-washy in its, um, in its delivery. Um, but I do think Frollo is one of Disney's best villains. Yeah. I will say, like, you hate him. He's the worst. He is the absolute he's worst. So, he's so bad. I, people make fun of Hellfire all the time, like you know, as but like that song's great because he's like because it showcases how much of a hypocrite he is. Oh yeah, like it's one of the best Disney villain songs because it's not just like poor unfortunate soul where like I'm Ursula and I'm having a good time singing this song. Yeah, <laughs> like or even Scar, who's like, here are my Nazi hyenas, like <laughs> or whatever. This, like I'm just gonna tell you. To be prepared because it's good life advice and I'm just going to apply it poorly to my life, you know, but like his is like, it's like sexual and violent yep. and creepy and mm-hmm. bigoted and it's like all the stuff and I'm like, like, I think this is, this is a great song, but because it, it showcases so much of who he is and you just hate him even more oh, than yeah. you already do by the end. It's just, a, it's a great the whole thing that all of that is great yeah good music the yeah. unsung hero of hunchback of notre dame is the goat. no the oh. archdeacon oh absolutely he's like keeping it all together like making sure people don't die giving them sanctuary yep just a lot of sanctuary i remember sanctuary like being a thing on the playground when i was a kid sanctuary! Yeah. <laughs> so I, mean, it's, I still think of it it's amazing what like you know stays in your mind you yeah. know like that's not a thing anymore I don't know if we, what if people used to. That just fell out of favor. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what we used to pretend to do. I don't know. But you know what will never fall out of favor for me, hopefully, what? is Hercules. Hercules! Yeah. What a gem of a movie. It's from so good. From start to finish. It's so good. I think this is the best one, maybe. It might be there, but it might be. I, the only thing with Hercules, once, like, it, after I won't say I'm in love, I think it. It loses. It, does. it weirdly loses steam, even though it's supposed to ramp up at that up. Yeah, point. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna beat Hades, whatever. It's yeah, like even of... as a kid, I felt like it's just like all of a sudden. Yeah, and I don't know why it does that. Maybe it's because it's nighttime. Because he the loses color his palette. I guess so. It's the color palette. It's like bland. It's the, yeah, it like becomes bland all of a sudden, and like I don't know. I just think that part doesn't work for me. But even though James Woods is not a great person. He was a great Hades. Like, that would be my... But Hades isn't a great person either, no. so I guess it oh, works. my hair's out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, this is another one that I think comes back more than any other Disney movie, I think. Because, like, like what, remember what all the boys were named? Justin? <laughs> what all the girls were named? Brittany! <laughs> like, Jason, not Justin. Jason um, and Brittany. Yeah. And then the... Um, you're wearing his merchandise. You're wearing his yeah. merchandise! Yeah. If, if it's good. If it's good. We yeah. say that a Pain lot. and Panic are just... The best. I, yeah. I, there's there's very little in this movie that I don't like, and I I think it, it even like sits a little bit outside of the Disney house style, right? It's a stylized it's Disney stylized, house yeah. style, which I appreciate. The muses it, are phenomenal. The muses are great. The, Charlton Heston at the beginning for his like five go, lines. Girls. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> the, the um the the fates be like, what's the matter with these scissors? Yeah. That's like I say that nonstop, and I cannot freaking get. The scissors to cut it, something. It's just like indoor plumbing. It's gonna be big. <laughs> like that's uh, yeah. It not uh, even like the 
I when I was a kid, I loved Hercules. I had some Hercules toys, and it was like because Hercules came out in '97, so I was I was just turning ten because it came out the month before. Movie. Was it really? Yeah, it was not at the movie theater though. Was that? I knew uh, that it was at a big screen out of college. At a college, we, yeah, yeah. My parents we, took me. I didn't know that. I knew that about you. Yeah. But you didn't know Little Mermaid was my first movie. I feel like you told me this, but you tell me a lot of things, and my brain is. But somehow I get in trouble when I don't remember things that you tell me. That's not a fair not arrangement. True. No, I'm just kidding. Do you remember the synopsis of the true story of Pocahontas and all the fun factoids that I shared with you? Yes, because you tell me every day. <laughs> <laughs> get the book, people. Yeah. Get the book. I make I made a terrible mistake buying that for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all your fault because you bought it for me. Like, I thought you would enjoy this, and I yeah. did. And I was like, this is phenomenal. Yeah, so I'm a great gift giver. But I, I am the recipient of my – I am – Hoist by my own petard or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, Hercules is great. Everyone's it, been captured. I've been captured. captured. Yeah, it's, I mean, even if you know Greek mythology and, like, you know Zeus was awful <laughs> and you know Hera was even worse and, yeah. like, all this stuff, like, it, the movie is so charming in its delivery of everything yeah. that, like, you don't care that real, well, real, quote, unquote, real life yeah, yeah. Hercules, like, murders Megara and his entire family. Yep. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Hera made him do it. He didn't know he was doing it. But it's fiction, so you can play with it. Correct. It's not real. None of it's real. Right. I have a question. This bothers me. What? Hercules is the Roman version of Heracles. Correct. The Greek version. Why is this movie called Hercules, Hercules. and not Heracles? I, because nobody knows Heracles. Most so, people just like, know the name Hercules. I don't know why everybody knows the name Hercules. Because but... of the great... Disney movie. It, no, it was gonna one, yes, probably, but no, because of the 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 great Kevin Sorbo Hercules live action TV show from the nineties. <laughs> That's true. I used to watch it when I was a kid. It was but again, why wasn't that Heracles and not Hercules? I don't know. It bothers me. Because Hercules rolls off the tongue a little better than Heracles. As a student of the classics, I <laughs> like it bothers me. If the classics It bothers me. I wasn't really a classics major, it just I bothers me. Um, Mulan is, uh, the second to last one. I love Mulan. It was great. It's so good. It was wonderful. I actually forgot how good it is and, uh, also kind of loses some steam. Yeah. Stylized as well. Also, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were really good. These two, they were really going for a particular thing. They were like, we're moving out of the house style a little bit. We're moving slightly away from, um, the musical like mm -hmm. like Hercules because they're it's like told by most of the songs are told by the muses yeah. except for a little bit of Go the Distance and Phil's song and I won't say I'm in love most of it is outside of those characters and then Mulan is just about the, a regular amount yeah. but the, the Mulan songs are not as there's like two good songs in Mulan yeah. no that's not true no like no. all of them are pretty good they're all pretty good I, I totally take it back I was just thinking of um uh, a girl worth fighting for because you didn't. You, that's one. Yeah, that's the one I'm for. like. Yeah, whatever. That's just the weak one in a great lineup of songs. Yeah. So yeah, I actually take yeah. back what I said. Um, but it's so funny. Mulan also doesn't suffer from the Pocahontas uh mm -hmm. syndrome where you're like, you know, she's not real or the real or whatever else. Like it's fairly respectful towards culture, towards yeah. the culture. The people who are in Mulan are still proud to be have been in Mulan, which tells you a lot. Yeah. You know, and I think that that goes that goes a long way. I think they book. did more. I don't know. I don't want to say that I think they did more research, but like because they they did. I think they did some research for Pocahontas, but it feels like like a kid's 
report. Well, you no, know, so like, here's the thing about Pocahontas. I don't know who so they Poca- consulted. Pocahontas and The Lion King were made at the same time, right? Mm. You, you were, do you know this? Do you, uh, the fun uh, fact I'm no, about to lay down on you. So Lion King and Pocahontas were kind of like pitched at the same time. They're multiple movies, obviously, made at the same yeah. time, so they can come out every year. Um, but the Dis- senior Disney animators thought that Pocahontas was a better story and would be a better movie. So all the senior staff went to work on Pocahontas, senior staff meaning an older staff, mm-hmm. right? So maybe like, oh, cowboys, they grew up with cowboys yeah, and Indians yeah. and you know, the Westerns and whatever else. So they w- had like a really poor surface level understanding of Native culture. Therefore, like the research that they did are also like, sur- therefore, surface level. It is the junior animators that made The Lion King. Yeah. And so like you could just feel like the energy and vibrancy and youth from The Lion King versus the more methodical slower paced like almost more like the movies from the 50s yeah you know style of, of Pocahontas. and it's like i want to like it because it's stunning i mean the animators did sure, a stunning job most on of it, these but... movies are stunning yeah yeah you're just like dang nabbit yeah. um but yeah it feels like they did more research for mulan and i wish so oh so one thing back sorry i'm like keep going back to pocahontas but when we watched peter pan they have that little disclaimer being like yeah, there, there's no yeah there's offensive. no dis, there's no disclaimer like that right nothing but i mean nothing. like like i know it bothers you but like i don't know how big of a deal it truly is if pocahontas can lift a boat that only 20 people could actually do in the grand scheme of like accuracy or so, accuracy, like, like but the, spo- the like, spoiler alert to the true story she also has a, she was murdered yeah i know but yeah but 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 and quasimodo like commits necrophilia probably like those are not part yeah those are not part of the stories but you know but like it's not they're not gonna be like quasimodo may like it's all about like we understand it's like the disclaimer is like we understand that representations of characters or whatever may be slightly offensive to or majorly offensive to some viewers you know like so they put that in front of uh what do you call it peter pan dumbo Mm -hmm. Three Cavaleros, like, you know what I mean? But, like, so they, it feels like they stopped at a certain date. And they're just like, no one's offended by Pocahontas, right? Nah. It's like, colors yeah. of the wind. No one could be offended by this. Which I guess makes it worse. Worse. Just acknowledge the fact that you totally, like, twisted a story. You know what I mean? To, that they didn't know money. they, well, I guess they did know they twisted it, but they only twisted it from the perspective that they knew. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm not agree. I'm not saying that it's, it's okay. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, right. And how like, does like a small tribe go up against Disney and be like, they hey. don't. Right. They don't. So it's like, that's what kind of makes me annoyed about it. It's like, hey, come on. Like, this is it's yeah. very important to some people. So just don't. Yeah. Um, we're, we're done talking. We're done talking about Pocahontas. Okay, you're not allowed to talk about it. The soapbox is going back in the closet. So yeah, you're not allowed to talk about it. Put the secret soapbox that you have. I know you're standing on two soapboxes. I can see them. <laughs> so. It's just one at a time. It's, they become unsteady as you keep adding soapboxes. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to say about Mulan except that Eddie Murphy continues to be great. Yeah. Like, hilarious. Just hilarious. Um, and finally, Tarzan, um, which is like the tipping point of the Disney Renaissance. It's not a musical. It's got, a, you know, obviously an excellent score and soundtrack by Phil Collins. Phil Collins just went all out. He went all out. Everybody knows he went all out. It's amazing. Tarzan itself is just okay. 
yeah, it's it's kind of a it's slow. Like you feel like it's, but I like that you're kind of that it is kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you're, like the jungle feels like real. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it just feels like you're because nature is slow. You know what I mean? Like he lives outside of human society and stuff like that. So like he, it makes sense that his world is just slower. Yeah. Than the rest. I like of that. The That's world. a good take on it. I saw a video years ago about why, like people don't think about Tarzan in the way that they think about some of these other movies. I think we've, you might, I might've shown you this where it's because as good as the soundtrack to Tarzan is because the character, because Phil Collins explains in the songs, how these characters are feeling instead of the characters explaining it themselves, yeah. the audience doesn't connect with them, the, character, yeah. in, in the characters in the same way, which is why I'm more than willing to listen to the Tarzan soundtrack almost all the time. Mm-hmm. But like I will not rewatch Tarzan with the same veracity that I would choose to rewatch Hercules for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some good lines though. Yeah, like it's very pretty and that Jaguar is just out to kill everybody. The and leopard. so the leopard. The I don't leopard, know. Yeah, yeah the leopard. Jaguars living South America. I am familiar with that. Actually the piranhas native to South America. Yeah. <laughs> it's water sanitary. It's a piranha. Yeah. Um so yeah it's all good. I can see where it just like Tarzan like is the tipping point though because then we get into Fantasia 2000 and everything and, and so like it's just a completely different veer. Um, if there wasn't, uh, it's only it's actually only a year different. So I would I would argue that even though it's not a musical, the Emperor's New Groove should <laughs> be in the Renaissance, even though because it's just. <laughs> the best so we've even rewatched it i'm actually really looking forward to the next phase of rewatches there's very few left because they started switching over to other stuff to, but... they started switching over to 3d animation yeah. which so we've got like gonna... atlantis on the docket yeah which I, I'm, actually, I'm actually excited to watch those mostly because like i was then a little too old to to go for disney movies mm-hmm. emperor's new groove was pretty much the last of that lineup for me and by that i even watched it in someone's house i didn't see it in the theater um and so stuff like atlantis treasure planet like i've only seen atlantis once because of you and i've never seen treasure planet the um, treasure planet is pretty cool but atlantis is better yeah see i, I was like we were into pixar by that point yeah. so i had left disney animation behind so but anyway uh all very good anything you want to anything you want to say before we wrap up mm. sorry i got on a soapbox that's okay that's what this is for probably yeah just, yeah, uh, educate yourself. I would say that's that's good educate because don't yourself. feel bad if you liked any of these. You know what I mean? If you like, I, I, that's what I've learned as I've gotten older is that you know, you can't um, blame yourself for not knowing about things. So like, continually educating myself about certain stuff and history and all that good stuff. Yeah, reevaluating. It's it's a growth. It's just like a growth mindset. I don't know. It's like, that's why I feel like watching these again. Even like somebody's like, wow, I really like this one. Like, I don't know what it was. Like uh, Beauty and the Beast. As a kid, well, it doesn't really hit me the same way. So like, it's just, you could still enjoy stuff and continue to grow. Yeah, I, I agree. So what exercise. you're saying is you want a copy of Tarzan by Edgar Rice Burroughs for Christmas. I'm hearing no. you loud. I'm hearing you loud and clear. No, no I'm not no, going no, against no. it. I think you want it. All right. Well, that's it on Beer with Geeks. So, <laughs> Too many books. Uh, you can... Uh, you can find us on thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Check out all of our 
other shows. You can rate and review us on iTunes and find us all the places podcasts can be found. And of course, you can support us on Patreon.com, Patreon.com slash Stoppable Audio. Uh, Mary, my wife, uh, thank you for joining me on today's episode. And so until next time, cheers. cheers.